Good morning, this is the Game Nuts Podcast, this is Boater. And this is Fear the Claw. Who will probably be saving his audio this week. Yeah, um, I'm not touching iTunes until I get that saved. Um, we're, last week we tried recording and things got a little screwed up, So, uh, which is fine because last week was continuing that post E3 news drought. Now we actually have a lot to talk about, so we're going to breeze through news really quick. And then we actually have a couple uh, original product reviews to go over. So, uh, Claude, do you want to start us off on news? Um, sure. So you got a couple things from last week. We'll go through those first. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, this is not exactly new news anymore because uh, people are already talking about it, but uh, Hulu Plus launching mm-hmm. on PS3 this month. Originally, it was going to be uh, for PlayStation Plus, but now that's uh, it's not going to be. Okay. Uh, that much I hadn't heard, but, I mean, good good for them because, you know, I think Hulu Plus is a pay service, isn't it? I'm not sure, actually. It wouldn't make too much sense because the a draw of Hulu is playing, is watching stuff for free online, so. Yeah, I think, I thought Hulu Plus was like a premium version it, of... It might be, who knows. Who knows? Uh, especially now <laughs> that it's not part of PlayStation Plus, which you're already playing, paying for, it might be. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so that a beta of that has been launched for the PlayStation 3 with a 360 version due in early 2011. Seems kind okay. of strange that uh, it would hit the PS3 not only before the 360, but significantly, significantly earlier. Before, especially since I think it was announced on the 360 first. I think it was rumored on the 360. Right, I don't know if okay. it was actually officially announced until uh, it was announced for both. Okay, I got you. Um, let's see. Deadliest Catch, Sea of Chaos. It's going to be the second Deadliest Catch game. The first game sucked. Um, <laughs> and Sig Hansen, who is captain of the Northwestern and creative uh, advisor for it, uh, realized this, that it was a, a good captain simulator, but it wasn't fun. Uh, in the show, when Jake Anderson rips his hand open with a cotton knife, it's gripping and very dramatic. When it happens in the game, you want to throw your controller across the room and rage quit. <laughs> Uh, so this is going to be more of a collection of mini games to sort of simulate. Uh, yay, mini games! Yay, mini games like casual games dressed up in Deadliest Catch. And let me tell you what I have no idea what the mini games are going to be, but the mere prospect of a mini game for Counting Crab is more exciting than the entire first game was. So, is there going to be Avatar and Me support? That would actually be really cool. <laughs> it, just the whole thought of a mini game collection based on the Deadliest Catch. I'm like, hmm. A lot of mini game collections have Avatar yeah. and Me support and whatever. That would be nifty. I Sony don't think that they will, um, but it'd still be pretty cool. Um, go ahead. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, um, actually, this is kind of a throwback to a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were trying to remember what the uh, PlayStation th- PlayStation Moves uh, nunchuck controller is called. Uh-huh. It's called the Navigator, also That's known as right. the Nav. That's right. Okay. Um, Let's be honest, uh, most gamers are just going to call it the nunchuck because that's essentially what we know it as. Uh Apparently, the Sony reps were very adamant that it not be called that, but that's what you get when you copy somebody else's controller. You get get your controller called by their name. Yeah. um, (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Last week in the episode that we didn't end up uh, airing... rapid fire news. I know. uh, I like it. Last week in the episode that we didn't end up airing, uh, we mentioned 1 versus 100. Like, well, we haven't heard anything on that for a while. And he asked me to check and 
see uh, what the latest is on it. Um, and actually, it was announced this morning that they will be canceling it. Yeah. Uh, it will not go into a third season. They did two seasons that was successful, but they won't be doing a third one. Microsoft didn't say why, um, of course. They just said that we learned many lessons from it and we'll be holding those lessons into our future software. Yeah, that's a shame because... It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was a really good and original concept. It was something that no one else had. And it's cool that, you know, every single one of the people up there was an actual gamer and you got so many people together. It was, it was great. Well, and I think one of the downsides to this, and I was thinking about it... Uh, uh, last week sometime, is you, when you've got people playing at home, there are way too many loopholes. You know, it's kind of like the whole situation where uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire eliminated the phone-a-friend uh, lifeline. Because uh -huh. it's so easy for somebody who's sitting at home to just, you know, log on to Google and find the answers before they give it to you. Yeah. So... Uh, let's see here. Um, I think that's you, it with stuff left over from last week. What have you got? Uh, let's see. I've got what I've been playing, or I've got Japanese developers' opinions on the 3DS. Okay, let's take that one, and then I've got a bunch of news, and then we'll go to playing and some product reviews. Sounds good. Um, well, I'm just going to throw out a few quotes here that I got from a Joystick's article. Um, Japanese developers are calling it the next hardware. Um, um well no as in like it's not just a new system it's the next system it is it is the evolution of gaming in portable form is his intention okay. by it. basically what he was saying is he i can't remember what the developer's name was i didn't write any of them down but uh he was saying he is trying to figure out how to make the next game because he felt the 3DS was the next hardware. Okay, well, no, all right. Um, another developer says he experienced a strong jolt of the feeling, quote, I want to make something. That's actually a quote within a quote. Okay. Um, since the start of the game industry, there's never been a system that better fit the words dream and next generation. Eh, I mean, it's... Okay. <laughs> uh, it's... I can't say I agree, but okay, that's, that's what the It's glowing say. praise, certainly. Um, might be a little hyperbolic, but at the same time, I think it says something about how excited Japanese developers are about the system. For a Nintendo product, naturally. <laughs> well, uh, they it, didn't it, get this. They didn't get this excited I, about I the still, PSP. I still have. Well, uh, I, I still have uh, reservations about the 3DS because I haven't seen it work. There's no way that they can advertise it in two normal ways. Yeah, that's the shame. I mean, really, the the best advertisement they have right now is word of mouth. Yeah. Um, which has been universally positive. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm I'll have a product review whenever it comes out. <laughs> yeah, and I guess we'll just leave it at that. Um. Huh? Details have emerged about a 360S arcade, uh, priced at $200. Uh, It'll have 4 gigabytes of internal memory. Yes, um, and there are images of a possible new 360 dashboard leaked. Yes, um, I saw that. Um, that uh, may or may with... not have been real, but... Yeah, uh, it might be going with uh, Family Plus, which I haven't heard too much about. Yeah. Uh, it... Family Gold, sorry. It looks... It looks very similar from the pictures I saw. It looks very similar to the current NXE, but just maybe it, a little in, bit more streamlined. In, instead of windows fading off into the background, they're all tiled next to each other. Yeah. 
I don't know, I kind of like them fading off into the background. Me too. Um, but you know what, it's better than the blades. Yeah, definitely. Um, staying with the with 360, um, Connect boxes, boxes for Connect games are going to be purple. Which, here's why this excites me. Um, <laughs> it's as if they're treating it like a separate system. They have a diff different color for a different system. So well, they kind of have to, to this, justify the $150 price tag. Well, this, this basically means that uh, it won't mean that every game was going to go connect because they're still going to be. It means that if they go with purple boxes, they're still going to have a lot of green boxes on the shelf too. So then uh, it says to me that they're not going to be completely focusing on connect. If they kept them green, I'd be worried that every 360 game is eventually going to be connect enabled. Uh, don't get me wrong, I like the idea of connect, but I don't want every game to be like that. Yeah, well. I'm I kind of want some of the games to be urged to use it just so that it gets usage and you know one of the I don't want to see well, any peripheral fail any yeah. any big project that millions of dollars have been poured into fail like this but one of the problems with peripherals as Nintendo has learned several times is if every user does not have the peripheral then you aren't guaranteed that games will be made to support it and you end up with a failed peripheral. Yeah, Connect has the whole purple thing going. It's basically, even though it needs a 360 <laughs> It has to the play, whole purple thing going. It does. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, it means that not only is the box purple, but all, like, you know, how 360, all the little frilly stuff on the box is green, you know, yeah. like the Xbox 360 okay. logo and everything. Everything's going to be purple with Connect. So Which basically the, means so even though it needs a 360 to play, they're treating it like a completely different system. Sort of like how we keep on saying that Nintendo needs a hardcore system in addition to the casual Wii. This is going to be Casual Connect in addition to the Hardcore 360. This, that's what it says to me. That's interesting. So does this mean that if the Connect fails, you're going to get a Purple Ring of Death? You very well could. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, it should be another secondary color since green for the 360, red for Red Ring of Death. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be an orange Ring of Death. Yeah, I was going to... Well, we just kind of... Killing the Joe. Yeah. It's going to um, be a green Ring of Death. All right. <laughs> that would um, be ironic. Let's see here. Speaking um, of green, um, I've spent some time with Green Day Rock Band, finally. Okay. Um, yeah. If you... Let, let me put it this way. Well, Beatles Rock Band, I, I, I liked the Beatles. Beatles Rock Band made me a fan. Uh-huh. Green Day Rock Band, if you don't like Green Day, you're it's not going to convert you. Okay. You have to already like the songs. That said, uh, Green Day has a good bassist and a good drummer. Billy Joe's an okay guitarist, so guitar is just kind of a bunch of power chords. Mm -hmm. Not quite as interesting as, you know, playing guitar on Beatles or even a lot of regular Rock Band songs. But that said, if you like Green Day, you'll probably like Green Day Rock Band. It plays well. The harmonies are nice. The presentation is nice. Um, Having played it, was it worth getting separately, or should it have just been a uh, nice big track pack? Um, I think it should have been a track pack, but um, it's got pretty much all of their hits on it, so if you're looking for Green Day songs in Rock Band, it's still worth it because you can export it. Okay. Um, I got Green Day Rock Band Plus, uh, which has a free download code for the songs that have already been released as DLC plus a free export code. So you're pretty much looking at getting uh, almost $20 value on top of the game. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, Tim Schafer, developer of uh, Brutal Legends, Psychonauts, etc. 
um, calls Bobby Kotick a prick. <laughs> Activision responds saying something to the equivalent of that they're very disappointed in him. Um, Schaefer responded this morning, oops, thought the mic was off, that wasn't supposed to go on record. Um, his exact quote uh, after that was, I need to keep my mouth shut. It is shocking how you really burn bridges in the industry. You start your own company and you don't have to work for that jerky boss anymore. Not naming names. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, we know. Um, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, same yeah. anymore. Uh, then it's like Empire Strikes Back. You walk in the room and holy s***, Darth Vader's at the table. <laughs> it's such a small industry. You, say the, you see the same people over and over again. No one ever goes away. So he said something and he's like, oh crap, they were listening. It got out. Sorry, my bad. Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting to read through it, but basically... Uh, Schaefer was saying that Kotick's not good for the industry. Uh, you know, Kotick keeps saying, well, I'm not a gamer, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he was just sort of railing against that. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, on one hand, yeah, he kind of burdened his bridges with Activision, but they kind of burned bridges with him. Oh, yeah. With the whole Brutal Legend thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's possible that that comment may have strengthened, um, his the, ties to, yeah, to, to other, mm-hmm. uh, publishers like EA for example who are at a very strong uh, comp- yeah, competition with Activision um, let's see here a they're couple... both big evil companies but you know which one's less evil <laughs> at this point probably EA but they keep shifting they're passing the ball the evil potato hot potato um, let's see here Infinity Ward um, if you really want to read up the background on this or listen to the background on this, just search for the tag Infinity Ward on the uh, blog. I'm not going to recap it because there's still a lot to talk about. Um, but to add to the previous lawsuits of Infinity Ward's former head versus Activision and vice versa, there's a third from the Infinity Ward employees saying that Activision created a police state for Modern Warfare 2 creation. So far, Activision has paid them 40% of the Modern Warfare 2 royalties and then said that they would get the rest for working on Modern Warfare 3. Which isn't how that works. Yeah. It's not just not how it's supposed to go. Yeah, you get royalties for something, you get the royalties for it right there. That that, that would be like um, us working an eight-hour shift here at Game Nuts, and the boss gives us, okay, here's your pay for half of the day today. You'll you get, get the, the other, other half, half tomorrow. You get the other half when you clean the house for me. <laughs> um, this, of course, means that if they quit Infinity Ward, like about 40 of them have, um, and then go to work at, say, Respawn Entertainment, uh, made by the former heads of Infinity Ward, then they won't get the rest of their money. Um, there's a hearing on August 5th to see if that suit and the suit by the original uh, Infinity Ward heads, West and Zampella, will be combined against Activision. Um, a trial date for all of this mess has been set for May 23rd, 2011. Uh, so we're going to be hearing about this for the next year. Uh-huh. Well, I mean... Trial dates. Is, so trial dates are always like next year. It's, it's it this, takes a long time for the legal system to work. Yeah, this is like the O.J. Simpson trial of the video game industry. <laughs> so I mean, everyone's. I'm I'm certainly interested in keeping my eye on it. Um, I mentioned Respawn Entertainment, which was uh, spun off of uh, Infinity Ward. There, Robot Entertainment, which is one of the groups derived from Ensemble Studios' ashes. Um, remember, Ensemble Studios did Age of Empires, Halo Wars, mostly known for Age of Empires and its spin-offs, though. Um, Robot Entertainment is creating a new game, Project S, also known as Spartan. So far, it appears to be a real-time strategy game very similar to Age of Empires. It'll be a slightly more cartoony art style and might have RPG elements thrown in, and it's being published by Microsoft. Why did they shut down Ensemble if they're just going to keep doing real-time strategy games? <laughs> now, what, I, I just have to back up. They're doing a game called Spartan after doing 
Halo Wars, and it just kind of it threw me off. I'm like, wait, they're doing another Halo RTS? Yeah, what? It's, it's, it's like Greek Spartan. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. Uh, Why like, shut down like ensemble? Greg, like Greg Butler Spartan. Yeah, yeah, like that. <laughs> this is Sparta. Okay, last thing in news. Um, the Okami Den Collector's Edition uh, was announced uh, for Japan. Of course. Um, and I'm going to read this list off directly from Kotaku because I got lazy and just did a copy-paste. <laughs> it includes a copy of the game, an enormous box, a soundtrack, a DVD, a and storybook including illustrations, plush figure key ring, um, and adorable little earphones. That is from the exact quote. Um, those ordering it from Capcom's online store in Japan will also get a celestial brush, brush stylus to go with it. Again, currently that's only for Japan, although uh, since their release date is so far ahead of ours, we'll probably get a collected edition of some sort. Yeah, I probably won't get all that stuff. We rarely do. That reminds me, a friend of mine uh, actually purchased the Record of Agoras War um, Extra Naughty Edition. Nice, nice. Um, it, the uh, let me just put it this way the mouse pad is epic <laughs> <laughs> um okami den collector's edition is going to go for eight thousand yen the equivalent of about ninety dollars which at first i'm thinking like a story uh, a sixty dollar base i'm like oh that's not too bad and then i realized that for this it'd probably be like a 35 40 dollar base i'm like that's a big increase yeah but i mean considering considering the highest you ever see a new ds game is 40, 40 bucks yeah. that's you're like paying for two games there yeah all right, so that's it for news. Well, uh, I'll, I'll uh, talk about this real quick as long as we're on the topic of uh, new DS games. I've been playing Pokemon Heart Gold lately. Okay. Obsessively, I might add. Uh-huh. Um, Is there any other way to play Pokemon? I mean, come on. Yeah, um, I'm definitely happier with this than I was with Pokemon Platinum. Uh, possibly because I think it had been so long since I had been into Pokemon that Platinum really kind of threw a lot at me. It, it overcomplicated the the system. Okay. Yeah. Um, Platinum was the first uh, Pokemon game that I played, I'll be honest, and I, I enjoyed it because I wasn't like, wait, but I just want this. I, was, I just took it all as it came in. Yeah. Um, it... I didn't like the way a lot of the things worked, like the berries and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the whole underground thing I thought was pointless. Uh, Heart Gold, of course, it is a remake of uh, Pokemon Gold, and by by its nature, Pokemon Silver, they have the Soul Silver version. It really does kind of harken back to the original while having a lot of the best elements of the new ones. Um, but the best feature is the Pokewalker, which is... A pedometer that you can upload a Pokemon to, and you and it gets experience for walking around. Well, you collect watts for the distance that you walk, and you can use the watts to buy into a Pokemon finding mini game. Okay. Where you can actually battle on the Poke, battle and capture Pokemon on the Pokewalker. Sometimes capturing rare ones that aren't available in your game. Oh. Um. Or searching for items, which is called dowsing. Yep. And uh, it's it's really I, I think I've probably gotten and yeah you do level up, you know if you walk far enough. Mm-hmm. But I think I've probably gotten more progress and more Pokemon on my Pokewalker than I have on the actual game. Yeah, we were, we were saying uh, when it first came out that it's it's a neat. Uh... 
a way to encourage exercise, and you even posted on your Facebook that you'd be in better shape yeah. if more games had that. Yeah, like like if uh, if Final Fantasy had a Poke Walker style thing, I might actually beat FF7 one of these days. No. Um. So product reviews. Product reviews. Uh, you go ahead with yours. All right. Um, well, last week in our uh, Lost podcast, I talked about. I got the uh, wireless mic for the 360, um, originally designed for the game Lips, but it's also compatible with Guitar Hero and Rock Band. And wireless as in the actual 360 hardware built into it, you know, dongles are needed. Right, exactly. Yeah, it syncs with the system like a controller does. Very sweet. Um, I brought it home uh, and plugged it into my new mic stand, which is also designed for rock band because it has the controller thing on the on the front of it and used it on both green day rock band and rock band 2 um i had read reviews saying that there were lag problems and stuff like that i didn't notice any lag problems it picked up my voice just fine i think the update patch that they released a few months back for rock band 2 must have fixed the problems that other people were have having um I bought mine used on Amazon for about $15. I probably wouldn't pay more than $20 for it. I believe it normally retails for about $30 or $40. I would wait for the price to go down or to find it used, but it's definitely worth, especially if you have the mic stand, it's definitely worth having the wireless one because the wire really gets in the way when you've got the mic stand. Okay. But now I can play guitar and sing at the same time, which I was doing anyway. Now I just get points for it. Yay. All right, I've got two products to talk about. Um, the first is the, uh, I forget the uh, brand, but it's called the Afterglow AX1 controller for the Xbox 360. I've seen that at Walmart. I'm glad you picked one up. I was kind of curious about it. It is an Xbox 360 controller, um, and it feels like an Xbox 360 controller. It, it, it is, is officially third... licensed yes, it for is. Xbox. It is, it is a third-party controller that basically uses the same mold, almost, as the regular 360 controller. Um, a couple differences. The first uh, is that it's glossy, it's not textured. The reason for this is because it's also transparent, and a uh, textured one would be hard to see through. The reason it's transparent is, number one, it's cool to see the circuit boards and all the wires and stuff inside. And second, because it has nice bright LEDs on the inside, um, which obviously is a little superfluous to talk about on a <laughs> uh, uh, podcast. Um, and there's three modes to the LEDs. There's off, on, and what's called active. Um, and what Active does is that it turns the LEDs on whenever the vibration motors go. I figured go. as much. Um, which, unfortunately, doesn't work as well as I was hoping it would. I was hoping that if it vibrates just a little, they would light up just a little. Or, like, one or two would light up, depending on the strength of the vibration. It's uh, basically how an on-off switch. It's basically an on-off switch, which sort of sucks because it lights up the same brightness for getting half your health taken away and for a bantha walking by ten feet away. <laughs> it's... It was a little annoying in that respect. Um, aside from that, it's a great controller. Um, I got it. It's wired. I actually got it to be able to use on my PC. Uh, and of course, the game that I'm using doesn't have full support for 360 controllers like I was, like I was hoping it would. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it's third party, it's meh. Yeah. But um, for an actual 360 controller, it works great. Um, the shoulder buttons are a tad clickier. Are we talking people... the triggers, the triggers or the bumpers? I'm, I'm talking shoulder uh, bumpers. Okay. Triggers feel fine. Thumbsticks click fine. Everything is nifty. So 
So I would probably give this an 8 out of 10 because uh, taking off a little bit for the lights on it, not being vibration sensitive, and just a couple other tiny little aesthetic things that if I had more time I would complain about, but really yeah. doesn't need to. The light would be great for finding the controller in the dark, except you probably can't turn the lights on without having the controller in your hand, and it's a wired controller anyway, so if you can't find a wired controller that's hooked yeah, up to your system, little... then... Uh... <laughs> well, why would you put the controller down if you've got the system on? What, to get up and go to the bathroom? Weakling. All right. Uh, let's see. The other uh, item that I've uh, got to review today is the Modern Warfare 2 throat mic. I've been wanting to get one of these uh, for a while because my old headset broke. And it, it just to looked... him. He wants it because he likes the feelings of stuff around his neck. Um... Right. <laughs> um, Modern Warfare 2 throat mic. Uh, I got it because uh, my original headset broke and I wanted to get a new one that would be a little sturdier. And of course, by the time that happened, these have pretty much been sold out all over the place. So I finally found one, got it, trying it out. And you probably noticed that throughout this podcast, I sound a little muffled uh, more than normal because that's, that's because I am actually recording with the mic. It's going into the 360 controller, which is wired and plugged into the computer. It actually, uh, compared to the regular headset, I think it's about the same. Now, they say it's always oh, supposed to be noise canceling and it's supposed to be clearer, and it's really not. <laughs> It's sort of comfortable, although I'm not a fan of the earbud design. Uh, there's this little earbud that comes up from the uh, throat piece and goes into your ear. I'm not really a fan of this because I'm not a fan of having to take a Q-tip to my ear every single time I want to play on the Xbox yeah. because it's, it's icky in there. I just don't find earbuds comfortable, but that's me. If you like earbuds, then you'd probably like it. Yeah, um, I, I, I like those, so I would probably like that better than the uh, wireless headset that they have for the 360 right mm -hmm. now. If, if this was something that clipped over your ear, um, I would probably give this uh, 7 out of 10. I'm going to lower it to 6 because I'm not a fan of uh, earbuds. And I'm, I'm rating that low because there's a lot of room for improvement in a 360 headset, namely Turtle Beach. However, this is like this is like 30 bucks, so I mean, you get what you pay for. Yeah, I mean, um, if, if it sounds as good as a regular Xbox... 360 headset and it's more comfortable and I actually prefer the earbuds um, mm -hmm. if I were using it I'd probably give it an 8 Okay, because uh, I haven't used it yet so take my opinion with a grain of salt but I mean, um, like it's, it's it, comfortable I'm noticing the thing in my ear but I'm not even noticing the uh, uh, bit around the neck you'd think it'd be tight and uncomfortable but it's, it's actually you almost forget it's there so which which looks pretty stupid because uh, <laughs> you can almost look cool with a headset depending on where you are this thing doesn't look cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't. I have one of the wireless headsets for the 360, and I don't use it very much because a, I don't find it rests on my ear comfortably or effectively, so I can't hear very well uh -huh. out of it. And b, I don't like that whole Bluetooth talking uh, mm. thing. I mean, I, I I'm fine with having a boom mic and and yeah, an actual. I... I like, I like piece seeing over that. my ear. You know, when, when I'm at a land party, if I have a headset on with the boom, it, it fits in. It, it looks sort of cool. If it's you're in a... Chic. If... Um, if... 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 if, if, if it, question. If you're at a land party, why are you wearing a headset? Why don't you just talk to the person next to you? Um, because the land party has maybe 90 people, so they'd be across the gym. But wearing this just doesn't look as cool. It's basically saying, look... So you get saying, up off your lazy gamer... Money. 
Left and walk across the Why room. Why when you're playing a game? Um, <laughs> and this, it, it basically says, look, I spent money on a slightly higher quality mic, but I really don't care how it looks. It, <laughs> it, it says MW2 on it, and that's the most fashion it gets, so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna say that 7 out of 10, I'll give it. Um, so. Uh, if I happen to find one used, I might give one a shot. Um, but uh, for now, I've got a wireless headset, which is okay, and I'm a fan of the original 360 headset that everybody hates. So, okay. I mean, I'm a fan of that too, but it just breaks pretty easy. Fine. So. Oh, if it breaks pretty easy, I'm surprised mine still works. <laughs> mine got buried under uh, two light pieces of crap. And all right, anyway. So that has been our podcast. We actually had a lot of stuff to talk about, which makes up for the past couple weeks. Um, yes. So if you have a comment on anything, you can go ahead and leave a comment on our uh, uh, blog spot. That's uh, gamenutspodcast.blogspot.com. We're trying to get rid of the junk comments, but we really can't do too much. Yes. Um, if, if, you, if you're Chinese, uh, please try to leave comments in English so that we know you're real and not a spammer. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, if you want to drop us a line, gamenutspodcast.gmail.com. So until next week, dear listeners, this is Boater signing off. And Fear the Claw saying good afternoon, good evening, good night, and good gaming. I don't know why I added that. (laughs)